commence primary ignition. What is up, all of you Ugnox and Jawas out there? And welcome back to yet again another episode of Mando Talk. I'm your host, as always, Caleb Keller. And joining me on this lovely St. Patty's Day is DJ Foster at Rebel Scum Text. And I have to say, uh, before I pass it to you, DJ, sorry, St. Patrick's Day, probably one of my favorite holidays that's not like the top four or five. You know, you got Christmas, you got Thanksgiving, Easter, Fourth of July. But then St. Patty's Day, as far as like the second tier holiday list, St. Patty's Day is probably number one second tier for me. Uh, what's up, DJ? What do you think about that? <laughs> I, I'm a little surprised to hear that about really. Pat- well, I don't like I don't like St. Patrick's Day. So Oof. Just, I, well, I have a reason. Um, I as a kid, you know, the thing is, you don't wear green, you get pinched. Sure. Okay. And there was this guy I went to school with like in the fifth grade and I don't even remember his name. It's like Robert or Richard or something like that. And he was a real Richard about it, if you know what I mean. But he came up and he would pinch the ever loving mess out of you if you weren't wearing green. And I hated every second of it. Like it it just made me so mad. So of course the one time I don't wear green is like when I have a class (laughs) with this dude and he he pinched me like six times that day and I, oh man <laughs> i was so i was so mad so i always hated saint patrick's day because there's always that one goober you run into is like oh you're not wearing green and then they pinch you it's yeah. just it's the most annoying thing in the world so oh no i, I get that i get so, that totally i get that as a kid like that was annoying because i never like like green's not yeah. one of my favorite colors so i never really had clothes that were green so i never really participated in in that and, sense of it but yeah it did give me a good reason to wear my Boba Fett baseball jersey this evening. So, hey, yeah. anytime I have a reason to wear that, I'll rock it. Uh, but, yeah, listen, guys, we have a really exciting and fun show for you guys this week. We have been dying to have this discussion. And honestly, kind of shout out to Ryan V in the chat last week when he mentioned uh, that the Kenobi trailer was the best Star Wars trailer to date. It made me and DJ kind of think, ooh, that's a good discussion that we should have. And that's actually what we are going to be doing tonight. We took the time to watch every single Star Wars teaser and official trailer. And I'm I'm not kidding, guys. That is a task. And I see some of you already dropping your favorite uh, trailer moments in the chat. And I promise we will get to those whenever we get to that segment. But listen, it's going to be awesome when we get there. We're going to see where does Kenobi stack up compared to all of these great trailers. And I'll I'll shelve that conversation. I don't want to get too deep into that for right now, because, of course, we need to start the show like we always do on Thursdays at 6 p.m with our star wars news report so dj you ready to hit the news so we can we can get to that trailer discussion i'm very ready to get through the news Ooh. yeah let's do like, it <laughs> i'm ready to get to these trailers man yeah all right so keep bringing if you're here with us live keep bringing the um favorite 
all-time trailer moments for you in the chat. We'll read them when we get to that discussion. So you got plenty of time to be thinking about it and dropping those thoughts in there. All right, our first news piece for you in our Star Wars news report is IG-11 is expected to make a return in The Mandalorian Season 3. The source on this is making Star Wars. Now, I've got some details here. Uh, the droid is expected to house Grogu in his chest, which is reinforced by Beskar. He will serve Grogu as an AI informant, similar to Tony Stark's Jarvis in the MCU, and Grogu is expected to give commands in the droid and wipe out stormtroopers. This is wild. This is like absolutely wild. I was kind of like, um, I, I was 50-50 on it, honestly, when I read about this. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's probably going to lead to a lot of funny moments. I'm sure my wife's going to absolutely love it. But on paper, it's just one of those things that's like, Ooh, that's uh, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it ain't going to work. What do you think about this news piece, DJ? I, I think this is one of those things where, all right, so the, the initial article I read on this, and I think it came from like Bespin Bulletin, said that Grogu was going uh, Hulkbuster. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, I remember and, that. And I was like, I don't like that description because now I'm going to look at it and be like, oh, you guys just kind of, took that from marvel you know mm. that's that's how i look at that but i will say that any addition of ig11 coming back around is great for me mm -hmm. i think it's perfect mm -hmm. that they're bringing him back i missed him in season two you know and i know that there was that monument they had and on Nav navarro like in the background of him like you know but beyond that it it was kind of it felt like something was missing and and in a way and not having ig11 was kind of suckish now having him come back i'm cool with that yeah i just don't know how i feel about this this to me feels like an excuse to sell action figures mm. and mm. I, I don't really i'm not like upset about that i mean obviously i have action figures behind me and i i sort of collect <laughs> i mean i like to pick up funko pops every now and then and i like the black series figures um but you know i don't i'm not just like a hardcore collector um, others may disagree. My wife may disagree with that, but, um, I think that this is one of those like excuses to like, you know, make more toys and that's fine. I, I love star Wars toys. They're great. They're fun. Yeah. And when my, my daughter gets older, I hope that she enjoys playing with star Wars toys, uh -huh. you know, cause that's about all my inheritance she's going to get, you know, no, it's I, just star Wars stuff. <laughs> I totally understand that take. I mean, recently I was, I love the look of these, and that's why I got the the Black Series figure. I got burned yeah. by the Sith Troopers in Rise of Skywalker. They did nothing. They just looked cool, so whatever. Yeah. I mean, I totally yeah. get it as far as, you know, hey, let's bring the character back for some toy lovers and collectors. They'll absolutely love it. But, hey, I am, I'm like you. IG-11 coming back is exciting, mm -hmm. and I do think yeah. this is wild and, and wonky on paper, but I I have faith. I have faith that it's going to work and that it's going to look cool and funny and give some heart to the Mandalorian that that's really what makes the Mandalorian. It's so full of heart. So I, I think I think this is going to go well. So we'll see. But you know what? As always, guys, you let us know what you thought of uh, that news piece of IG-11 coming back expected to come back in the Mandalorian season three. All right. The next one that made the cut as far as our news report, I've never heard of this guy. So I might mis mispronounce his name. Damon Lindelof is currently working on a star Wars movie. The source that I originally got this from was Jeff Snyder on Twitter. Um, I didn't really have any extra thing to say about this other than obviously I'm one of those that says, 
please make sure that what we have already announced goes well before we keep rolling out some more stuff. But I get it. You know, it's Hollywood. You always have stuff being developed in the backgrounds. I don't know anything about this guy. DJ, do you know anything else about this news piece that would be beneficial for our listeners? I did a little bit of research on this guy um, because I was so intrigued by this announcement. And, you know, typically it's kind of like when we did the thing on Chloe Zhao a while back that ended up not being like a thing at all. Um, which everybody was kind of thrown on that one. So it's not like we were in the wrong or anything, but regardless, I decided I'm going to do my research on this person. So uh, Lindelof, okay. He, I kind of actually, I forgot to put this in my own notes. I wrote it in my phone. So I pulled it up real quick, but basically here's, I'm going to tell you why this matters. Okay. Um, He worked on lost the show lost and you know, I know there's hotly debated stuff about the ending of it. I've never personally seen Lost, just like the pilot episode. But Lost, as we Star Wars fans probably know, was co-created by J.J. Abrams, who we know as, of course, the director of The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker. Um, another neat thing to point out is that Michelle Rejwan, who is currently the vice president of live action development at Lucasfilm, was a producer on several different J.J. Abrams projects. So we kind of have this nice little pyramid, if you will, of people that kind of connect. Now, Mm -hmm. from what I could find, Michelle Rejwan and Lindelof have never actually worked together on a project um, with J.J. Abrams, but it's kind of like one of those, hey, I need someone to develop a TV series or a movie or whatever. J.J., you got any ideas? We'll call Lindelof. Mm. He's he's my guy. I mean, we, we did Lost together. And, you know, that's kind of his thing. So I think that that's a major kind of like J.J. Abrams connection, you know, and it's a reminder, I think, that Lucasfilm has had him in as a creator, which could mean people trust the creators that J.J. has surrounded himself with. And I and I think that, you know, you look at like how leadership happens in any business, you know, often you will find people who are recommended a position based on somebody who's already in that field or even at location of that particular job site or whatever you want to call it. So I think that they're like, okay, JJ has surrounded himself with people who know how to do projects well. So let's pull from that pool of people. Hmm. That way we have somebody in there. And so this also says to me that I could see JJ Abrams coming back to star Wars in in the Hmm. future. Now that's kind of like a way, like just throw that way out there and see what we, you know, we can reel in essentially. But I think that Lindelof and, and Rejwan are kind of in that boat of, okay, like Kathy Kennedy probably looked at these two people and said, you are one of JJ's golden people. I mm. want you to, I want, I want to work with you, you know? Mm. And cause we all, I think in all of our careers, we see people who we want to work with. It's like the guy who made our, our new intro music, Jonathan Hare. He's a friend of mine. I know him personally and I want to work with him because I've seen how awesome of a guitarist he is sure. And pretty soon I'll get to play drums alongside him. So it's going to be a lot of fun to kind of collaborate with him. But at the same time, you know, I think that still translates over into this scenario. And I think that's why this is an important news piece. And, you know, I think that's why, you know, if you just kind of connect the dots, I think that what we're seeing here has a lot to do with JJ Abrams and their Hmm. connection to him. Yeah, no, I think that's great analysis. I mean, that's definitely Definitely more about the guy that I knew. So I'm glad you brought that to the table. And that's got me intrigued. It's got me intrigued. I don't know about as far as like 
what this may mean about JJ potentially coming back, but I certainly see your just triangle kind of yeah. analysis there. Yeah. Like that's, that's great. That's golden. So thank you for bringing that in and listen, guys, let us know what you think of, of potentially this new film being made from uh, Damon Lindelof. Never heard of him, but hey, I'm sure it's great things. Great things if he's potentially working with and for Lucasfilm for an upcoming project. Okay, next news piece. This one um, caused some caused some chaos on the internet for for a couple of days. According <laughs> to the Hollywood Reporter, Darth Maul was originally set to be the main antagonist in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Ray Park was lined up. To return, Maul was removed after the rewrites after concern of the story being too similar to The Mandalorian. Sorry, The Mandalorian. But according to an update from Star Wars Newsnet, all of this is being denied by Pablo Hidalgo and has yet to be addressed by The Hollywood Reporter. And that that was, I mean, two, three days ago. So I don't know. I'm Maybe Hollywood Reporter sticking to their report. Who knows? I have to say, this is one of those instances where I'm kind of glad that Maul's not in Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm more excited about Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader uh, showing up. So I'll leave it at that. DJ, what do you think about this? You know, for me, I initially wanted Darth Maul to be in the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie going back a couple years. Okay. And this is before I'd ever watched Rebels. <clears throat> so I didn't know about the Twin Sons episode. Spoilers mm. for those of you who've never seen spoilers. Um, Rebels. If you haven't watched Rebels, do yourself a favor, watch Star Wars Rebels. It's great. It's great. But, you know, when you get to season four and Obi-Wan and Maul have their showdown and on Tatooine, oh my gosh, like it's beautiful. <laughs> and 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 especially Dave Filoni when he breaks it down. If you've ever seen, if you guys know what I'm talking about, that way he breaks down. Oh no, it wasn't Filoni, it was Sam Witwer, the voice of Maul. And oh yeah. Oh. The way the way he breaks that down, it's like, oh dude, like okay, that's why it's so epic. But um, and if you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, you need to open up a tab, find that video or whatever, watch it after we're done here. So uh, it's great stuff. So for me, I was bummed initially that Maul was there. Now that I've seen it, it's amazing. And now that I've seen the Kenobi trailer and I know that Hayden is coming back and mm -hmm. he's going to be Vader, I'm kind of like, I don't care. I don't need Darth Maul. I've seen a lot of Darth Maul from, um, I almost said Bad Batch, but he wasn't in Bad Batch from Clone Wars and Rebels. And of course, he's in Solo as well. So like all of these things for me, it's fine if he was going to be there, mm -hmm. but I'm glad he's not because vader versus obi-wan pre a new hope is a much cooler story and oh so, certainly yeah so that's yeah. that's where i that's where i stand on this and i loved what pablo hidalgo said i won't repeat that here <laughs> yeah. uh but man he was he was not like mincing words at all when he reported like no he, he, he wasn't it. yeah he was not and and a great point in the chat uh first of all what's up to the chat glad you're here hey guys uh, this is the way podcast says pablo doesn't stick his nose out there for nothing absolutely no. I, and i and i lean toward that 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 hollywood reporter got something wrong here i mean maybe darth maul was just in the original right of it that's fine but that doesn't necessarily mean that the character was gonna be there any like as a as a main figure if you will 
Like, it's certainly possible. I mean, we're getting Clone Wars flashbacks rumored. I mean, who's to say there's not a flashback of Maul? It's wide open. But I don't I don't think Maul was ever designed to be the main antagonist like the Hollywood Reporter no. was throwing out there. The, uh, only, the only legitimate connection I can, like, make to that is when Ewan was invited to the solo premiere. Mm. That's the only legitimate connection I can make to that. And because if you go back and, and there's pictures of him and Ray Park, you know, and they sat and there's a really cool, um, I don't even know where this is. Like I saw it forever ago, but um, Ray Park was doing an interview somewhere. It might've been at Celebration. And he's talking how about he sat next to you in the whole movie. And when he shows up on screen as Darth Maul, Ewan's like, ah, you doing the movie? And he's like, sure, I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to watch. You know, he's trying to like soak in the moment. And Ewan's just freaking out. So I think at that point in time, that yeah. there is some legitimacy to this only because of that. Mm. You know, but if Pablo, and by the way, if you don't know who Pablo Hidalgo is and you're watching or listening, he is the head of the Lucasfilm story group. So he breaks down the canon. He knows the canon. Um, and he's previewed to a lot of really fun information, which is why I think we can take, you know, this is, you know, fact. Absolutely. Like Pablo's take is fact that that Pablo, this report Pablo has spoken. Yeah. Yes. Pa yeah. Pablo has spoken. He has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, listen, guys, I mean, I feel like we could talk about this report, honestly, for a while as far as like the what ifs of if Maul had shown up and yada, yada, yada. But hey, it. I don't know. And again, I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm glad that it's more so Vader instead of Maul. But but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Someone in the chat, uh, Star Wars Skinny. What's up, Star Wars Skinny? That's a new name that I haven't seen in the chat before. Howdy. Said no one's ever really gone. And and that is that. I mean, that's 100 percent. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but I mean, he we, the one thing is we know he's alive. We definitely know yeah. Maul's alive at this point in the story. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to just like weigh it out. And like you said a second ago, Caleb flashback. Sure. Maybe <laughs> I, I'm fine with it. If there's a flashback uh, or even if he's just like in the distance, you know, like he's just there. I'm like, okay, there's, there's mall. Yeah. That, that would be really, really cool. And they, All only, right. they only have six episodes. Of, I'm sorry. One more thing. They only no, have good. six episodes to tell the story. You mm -hmm. know, so it'd be very hard to cram in Maul and Obi-Wan and then also Vader and Obi-Wan. Like that's going to be that would be tough. That's they, heavy. Yeah. With all I mean, these other reports and rumors of potentially other characters showing up. Yeah, yeah. it'd be tough. Yeah. It'd, be it'd be very a, tough. It'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> but yes, it'd be difficult. Hey, they pulled the it off in Mandalorian season two. I mean, I'm still floored by how they pulled all of that off, but. Anyway, yeah. we're not done with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Our next news piece comes from us from a Star Wars Newsnet. According to Star Wars Newsnet, we will be visiting Anchorhead in Obi-Wan Kenobi. They put out a great article, a great piece on their website. So go check that out if you haven't done so. It kind of breaks down maybe what to expect from Anchorhead, how it could potentially get into the story. We won't necessarily do that because I'm just anxious kind of to get to uh the trailer discussion that, that we want to have. So I won't spend time reading quotes from the article other than I can't wait to see Anchorhead. I mean, we just got a uh, tease of it from Boba Fett in um, in the book of Boba Fett saying that if if he could 
if he gets that Rodian to Anchorhead, he could get them off planet. Maybe Anchorhead is how Kenobi gets off planet to go in and do his adventures. And that may yeah. have been actually, I do think that was something that Star Wars Newsnet pointed out in the article. So it would certainly make sense from a plot point and a connection point from other things that we've gotten in the most recent Disney Plus series. I, I, yeah, you're right on with that. And this was a great article from Star Wars News. And I do want to say that they always put out good stuff. But like, for some reason, like I was really attracted to this article. And it's like, I don't know, it was just very well written. But anyway, um, Anchorhead as a whole has been around, you know, since A New Hope. Mm-hmm. You know, the Luke even tells Obi-Wan, he goes, I can take you as far as Anchorhead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, what's Anchorhead, you know, and um I, I love that you know this is like a thing that we are going to get to see it's not like something i was ever like i have to see anchorhead i need to see Anch- i was i was never thinking that but it was just nice to know okay somebody out there is thinking about anchorhead let's put that on there and i think somewhere in the in this quote you have something about how this is kind of like uh like almost like a, a an international airport of sorts anchorhead mm. Like, I think that's what it says here. Um, when they It says, when they see the show, Eagle Eye fans might find some similarities between the look of Anchorhead and the Los Angeles International Airport specifically. Mm. I think, I mean, I, I think that's a cool quote. You know, I've never flown to LAX, and but I've mm. flown, I've been to JFK in New York and LaGuardia, and I've flown to Boston, and I, I go to DFW Airport all the time because I'll drop off people who are flying. I love driving. I'm weird. I love airports. <laughs> I love, I, I enjoy waiting on a flight. I don't know why some of you think my, might, might think I'm crazy for that, but I love it. Anyway, all that to say, I think it's really neat to think of this as like, this is the place where if you need to get off planet and you want to do it right, you go to Anchorhead, mm. you know, cause Moss Eisley leaving Moss Eisley with the Falcon. That was a rush job. They had to go to a bar to find them, mm. you know, to find a way off planet. Right. You know, if you go to Anchorhead, there's your legitimate mode of transportation right there. Or Moss Espa, apparently, because that's how Mando <laughs> you know, got to Tatooine. Good call. But I like Anchorhead. <laughs> I think it's cool. And it's a cool name. Yeah. Oh, great name. Great name. It's it's I can't wait. I can't wait for Kenobi. I really can't. And I'm sure next week we'll probably have some more news pieces, rumors to discuss uh, in our news report for Obi-Wan Kenobi. All sure right. Our so. last our last news report piece. We got some animation details. Finally, Kevin Kiner revealed details for the Bad Batch while appearing on a charity stream for Ukraine. So props to Kiner. And I meant to try to figure out exactly who was hosting that stream to give some shout outs. But props to everybody involved doing that great work to uh, help those in Ukraine. But here's the details that, that Kiner revealed during this charity stream. Uh, The brothers have been working on the second season score for quite some time with it being developed while they were scoring the first season. I'm not surprised by that at all, really, but it's great news. Uh, There will be a time gap between season one and season two, which will which will result in Omega looking older. I love that. I I don't know why I love it so much, but I love it. The show will uh, the show will return to Coruscant. The Kiners composed political noir compositions for certain scenes that may or may not take place on the planet and the second season will have a substantially larger cast of characters than the first all fantastic 
things from Kevin Kiner regarding the Bad Batch. I immediately thinking, first of all, the thing that catches my eye is this idea of Omega being older and there being a time gap. I think there's great plot potential there with Crosshair maybe being higher up in the Empire by that point. That's the first thing that I'm thinking of. And maybe just Omega at this point is more skilled, better fighter, and just more part of the crew. What are your thoughts on all of these details from Kevin Kiner? Real quickly, um, I want to say something about the chat. And then I'll answer that. But um, We have a lot of fellow Star Wars podcasters in our chat tonight. So I want to say thank you for being here. Absolutely. Really cool of you. And uh, I, I didn't know about your shows, so I'm learning about your shows right now. So I'm, I'm going to have to check out your shows, fellow podcasting. I, we, let's just all get in the fam here. Let's do and, it and support one another on that. Okay. Shout outs. Yes. All the, all the shout outs. But so anyway, that, that I wanted to say that now back to Kevin Kiner and the Kiner bros. Um, yes. Omega being older. I mm. think this is important. Okay. Mm. Two reasons. Um, Grogu is still kind of a baby and it's getting to a point where he needs to do something mm. and not just be in a satchel or in a pod. And I mm-hmm. think that helps with the IG 11 thing, mm-hmm. but it's getting to a point where like he needs to, I guess, age up, but like in a, in a good way. Level up, level up, level up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now going back to Phantom Menace, Phantom mm-hmm. Menace, we went from Jake Lloyd to Hayden. Mm-hmm. and we had to age that character up, you know, for the sake of how George Lucas wanted to tell the story. It, keeping in those themes, it's important, I think, that we also age up Omega because, mm. truth be told, I wasn't, like, I was okay that she was there. I never, like, disliked her character or anything. I don't, I don't recall disliking her character. Yeah. But she, I always felt like, man, she's so young. Like, she needs to, I don't know, she needs to do something. And, and, and get, be older. I just needed her to be older because I, it would legitimize her being on the run with war criminals, you know, and it didn't, it just didn't feel right, but it was okay. Cause it's star Wars, you know, it's like, why is Jake Lloyd at the battle of Naboo? You know, like it's similar thing, but like, you know, I, I feel like I'm kind of being nuts by saying this, but you know, we need, I think we do need to age up Omega. The time gap's perfect. I have no idea what political noir composition is. Nope. Me either, okay. but it sounds cool. I'm, I'm in. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to research political noir because yeah. I'm intrigued by that. Um, and then also, you know, the fact that we're going back to Coruscant. I mean, come on. That's just, that's yeah. mint. You know, that's just. About time. I love it's a, Coruscant. It's about time. <laughs> I, I love Coruscant so much. And yeah. it's, it's a very easy place to explore in animation. Mm-hmm. as we've seen in clone wars so I, I i'm just floored by the idea we're going back there and lastly i just don't even know what characters could possibly show up i know like that that that's pretty vague pretty wild of course now of course he's got he's gonna say that but i don't see why the the composer would try to be making a push to oh check out these awesome characters that are gonna show well, up if they weren't really sh- gonna show up <laughs> yeah and that's another thing is like if you go back and watch like john williams when he would score movies they would often have the movie being projected in the scoring room mm-hmm. and you know it, it, to me i don't know really why they do that i assume it's just to like give you the inspiration and to play a certain way and all that 
And also, I don't know if this is in this report or not, but it's been reported that the Kiner brothers are giving a given a full orchestra. Yeah, I, I did read that. And I did read that. I love that. They deserve it. You know, like I think, Caleb, you've said that they deserve a movie. Right? Do it. Next you know? man up. Let's go. Yes. I mean, it's them, John Powell, Michael Giacchino, you know, mm-hmm. and L- Ludwig, you know, Ludwig Gorenson. So those are our four non-John Williams Star Wars composers, and they're all yeah. incredible. I mean, so the fact that they are getting this level of attention mm-hmm. is fantastic. And I'm glad that they they were doing the charity stream for Ukraine. You know, um, there's some heavy stuff happening. And to think that p- people who are a part of Star Wars are like, let's – Let's help that out. It just, yeah. to me, that says a lot. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I really want to, I've only read about this. I really want to find the actual stream and watch yeah. it and, and hear them discuss it and see their facial uh, interactions and things like that. But I also think this didn't make the cut as far, as far as our news report goes. But I also think in here it was thrown out. I've been reading this online that they mentioned something about working on a completely brand new animation series that we have not heard of or seen before. Yes. That's exciting. I forgot that's about that. Certainly exciting. <laughs> well, any, you know, there are people who are like, this series is post return of the Jedi pre force awakens is what a lot of people are thinking. And I don't know where they're getting that from, but I'll take it. You know, yeah. if that's man. what we're going with, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. And that would fulfill that dream of yours. I have a heavy dream of that. My, my Ben Solo being trained by Luke Skywalker Luke in animation. <laughs> come on, come on. Let's do we it. Need, we need that story. We need that story bad and not in a comic book. Agree. Yeah. Agree, man. Honestly, I'm, I'm over here like floored by the chat this evening like yes. y'all are crushing it like i can't even i can't even keep up with reading the incredible insightful thoughts that you guys are delivering i'm glad dj you're you're doing a great job of it <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to come back over here and look and see and i'm commenting when i can so y'all forgive me if i'm not quick on the trigger here okay but um that's a is that a texas thing i just said quick on the trigger or is that just a southern southern thing? that's fine okay. i got you i understood you Thank you. We're, we're, we're synced, man. We're synced. I feel like we're connected, like through Davy Crockett is how I feel. That's like, that's why I love Tennessee. It's like yeah. you get, you gave Texas one of its best heroes, you know? So, you know, speaking of heroes, Star Wars, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars. And no, really though, the people that are with us here live, you're the heroes, heroes this evening. Absolutely. Y'all, are, y'all are awesome. Y'all are absolutely awesome. Um, All right, DJ, that's our news report. So uh, it's time. It's time for us to get to our main topic, our main topic of discussion for this week's episode, and that is the Star Wars trailer ranking, in a sense. Um, DJ, I'll let you kind of take it away and share more details on why we did this and how we came up with uh, our list. Trailers. (laughs) We love them. We anticipate them. Mm -hmm. We, We foam at the mouth. Sure. For them. We we tweet vulgar things sometimes. Yeah, we do. Because we want to see trailers. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the world is filled with thirst traps, but there is no better thirst trap than a teaser trailer. Uh, let's just be real for just a second. So when Ryan V, uh, a, a fellow member of the Mando chat, as we call it here, he said, and also a member of a Facebook group that I'm also in, uh, but we won't talk about that. He 
said that the Kenobi trailer is the best trailer in Star Wars history. Yep. And at that moment, Caleb and I looked at each other and we had this moment of, should we do this? <laughs> and just so you are, you guys are aware, not one time have Caleb and I ever called each other on the phone to discuss an episode until this one to like plan it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and when he said, dude, I got an hour. I'm like, I've got 20 minutes. <laughs> so uh, we, we talked on the phone for, I think right at 20 minutes. Uh -huh. And um, we, we basically planned out how we were going to do this. Mm -hmm. So welcome to the official Mando mm -hmm. talk ranking of our individual top five Star Wars trailers that are on the official Star Wars YouTube account because they're yep. not all they're not all on the Star Wars account. I'm a little salty about that. I know, me too. <laughs> we won't talk. We won't talk about that. But anyway, our top ten. Really, it's our individual top five. But correct, yeah. And we may have some repeats. Potentially, I, a, I feel like we will. Okay. Um, just knowing what I know about Caleb, I feel like we're gonna have some repeats. Okay. So. Okay. We'll see how this goes. So y'all buckle up. Yeah. This is going to be hopefully one of the best Mando talk sessions we've ever had. I mean, so, it's it's one that I'm honestly, it might, as far as excitement level, it's up there with the top I'm getting, discussions. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like, you know, I've actually been like very excited about this episode all week. And yeah. I even like, I've tweeted about it. I've posted it on the Instagram and the Facebook and everything else. And I'm like, okay, let's go. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm excited well, about this. I do. I hate to do this. Oh no. I think we need to go to the people that took the time to put their favorite trailer moments in the live we chat do. before we, we go into ours. So we need to hit pause. So fair. They're more important than us anyway. So absolutely. The, the first entry here that I noticed, and DJ, if I skip one, let me know. Uh, John Hare says, seeing the Vader reveal in the episode three trailer as a kid has always stuck with me. Yeah, that, that's a good call. Uh, that's a great call. I, I'm sure we might we might discuss that later. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, Star Wars Skinny says, I am all the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I got me. 40 that of them. Guys, did we share that? No, 40. we didn't. 40 <laughs> trailers that we watched. And it, it, by the way, if you decide to do that, it's about an hour and 45 minutes-ish of, of just watching trailers. You can watch all the trailers and the Clone Wars movie simultaneously. And yeah. You, You'd probably still be watching trailers by the time the credits ended on the oh, Clone gosh. Wars movie. <laughs> Star Wars Skinny also said, favorite trailer moment. The Rise of Skywalker has two. Palpatine, Cackle, and Luke's The Force Will Be With You before, before Leia's always, always yeah. chills every time. Absolutely. Man, gosh. I, I just Man. got chills reading that. Um, let's see. Keep going. I'm not I'm not seeing anyone right now, Let's at least see. I'm still looking, I'm still scrolling. Yeah, still scrolling. I'm scrolling. You're scrolling. I'm scrolling. <laughs> We're all scrolling. Um, let me see. Uh, thoughts on Omega. I saw that. Um, hey, I love ah, Omega. right here. OK, way down here. Rural Farm Boy, all caps says trailers, <laughs> trailers, which Let's yes. Do it. And then um, this is the way podcast actually says bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Oh, Don't you agree? Great line. Fantastic. Fantastic line. Um, you know, and then Blue Harvest Brick Star Wars trailers are easily the best trailers out there. As soon as the music hits, I go crazy. He says, yep. look, we all do. 
You know, that's actually, you're going to hear me talk a lot about the music in these trailers tonight. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I don't think we missed anything here in the chat. Though. Nope. Nope. But, okay. but keep bringing them in and we'll discuss when we have the opportunity to do so. I, I just see John Hare just threw in another one. Also the Millennium Falcon fight scene in the, or flight scene in the Th Force Awakens trailer is fire. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Let's get to this thing. 40 of them. Uh, who, who talks first? Who goes first? You talk well, first, me talk. Who? I, what do you I, want to do? <laughs> I introed the session. Okay. So I think you should go first. However, right. I think we should go five, four, three, two, honorable mentions, one. Ooh, five, four, three, two, honorable mentions, and then one. one I like yes. that. That's how I we like should that. do it. Yes. Okay. So let me go to my list of links. <laughs> A long All 40 list of, of them. Links. And while Caleb's doing that, um, <laughs> he and I have not shared our trailers um, with one no, another. No, we haven't. And initially we were going to, mm -hmm. um, but I, I was like, Hey man, do I have to? And he was like, you don't have to. And I was like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just pull up the links and you announce it and I'll click it. Let's do it. All right. So All my right. friend, take it away. My number five. I'm excited. Very excited to hear this. The rogue one, a star Wars story, official teaser. Ooh. Here's why the death star Imperial alarms. Oh, golden. Oh, my gosh. So yes. golden. Gosh, oh, give man. it to me. Inject it in my veins. If I'm already this pumped with number five, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, also, at the end, the, at the very end of the teaser, the mix of the Force theme and the Imperial March at the same time with the Rogue One title popping up. And, of course, that incredibly famous unused shot of Jen Urso yes. in like the lit up hallway. Come on. Great yeah. teaser trailer. This was only a teaser and it was <laughs> phenomenal. What do you think about this one? That trailer look it, as amazing as that trailer is. It is not even in my top five. Ooh, Hey, that's okay though. And, that's okay. And, but it's, Brill it is a, it's a brilliant trailer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. pure, purely, brilliant and i watched it and i was like oh my gosh why is this trailer so good and you know, the thing the only reason it didn't make my top five it would mm -hmm. have for the reasons you said it's so hard in retrospect to not see the unused footage yeah that's a good point that's a great so, point <laughs> but but that don't let that affect your lists if you're listening guys yeah. you know and it it certainly doesn't affect caleb's that's <laughs> <Nope>. obvious <laughs> oh <laughs> It's the, it's the, it's the alarm for me. It's the it, alarm it's for me. Dope, it's a dope moment. It is. It is incredibly awesome. Yes. Uh, Rev Teak asks in the chat, got any dishonorable mentions? <laughs> First of all, there are no dishonorable mentions. No, with Star that's, Wars. that's something too. I wanted to mention <laughs> great trailers all the, all around. Yes. Like usually you come across from a franchise, a trailer that's like, Ooh, is that going to be good? No, nah, yeah. folks, they're, they're all great. Now, of course, you can say, oh, in, in 77, they didn't know how to make trailers, so that doesn't look good. Yeah. In 77, though, come on, guys. I'm sure that played fantastically. <laughs> one one thing I'm and I'm about to jump into my number five. But one thing I want to mention is as I, I watch these trailers like in release year order. Like if, if you, if, I don't know if you still have mm. our list up, Caleb, because I'm not looking yeah, I do. at it. But, yeah, yeah. But um, if you look at our list, he starts with a new hope and worked his way down all I the tried. way. And it it's it's <laughs> day near in chronological, like for our timeline. Mm. Um, so I was like working down that. 
And for me, it was like watching the evolution of trailer styles. So I was like, this is actually pretty neat, you know, from that perspective. But with that being said, I'm going to jump into my number five. And Caleb, you're not going to have to scroll, buddy, because my okay. number five is the A New Hope teaser. Ooh, interesting. I know, I know. And I, this trailer's always stuck out to me because of a, of a few reasons. So a little backstory on this. Uh, not to mention it was the very first Star Wars trailer ever. Okay. The first one anybody ever saw. But mm -hmm. 20th Century Fox had to put pressure on George Lucas to release this trailer because there was stuff that they hadn't even finished yet. They were like, you have to give us a trailer. I mean, you have to. And the stress that was on George Lucas put him in the hospital. Mm. It nearly gave him a heart attack. And it was because of pressure like this. But the great thing about this trailer is that even though there was still no sound effects, there's not music that's Star Wars in it at all. Mm -hmm. There are spe there's special effects missing, specifically lightsabers. Yeah, I, I don't even think they have the sound effect for the lightsaber. And they're just white sticks. That's all they are. So, like, for me, I'm watching this thinking, oh, my gosh, this is a train wreck. But at the same time, it's beautiful. It's the most beautiful yeah. train. It's like in Super 8, the J.J. Abrams movie. It's a beautiful uh -huh. train wreck. You know, not the movie's not a train wreck. It's the train wreck in the movie I'm referencing. If you've, yeah. not, seen, if you've not seen Super 8, watch Super 8. But I'll tell you this furthermore about this trailer. It shows how effective the story of Star Wars would become, even when it's missing some of its most key elements that we know to make Star Wars up today. Yeah, I mean, it, it is such a fantastic trailer. I'm so glad you're playing it behind me, Caleb, because it's just it's a wacky trailer. I mean, it's the <laughs> wackiest trailer out there, but I love every second of it. It's so yeah. beautiful. No, you're right. I mean, it is. It, it is. I mean, it's beautiful to, to define it in one word. It is. It is beautiful. And RFB says the New Hope trailer came out when I was 10 years old in 77. RFB has been in this fight since he was 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> And we are glad you've been a part of it. Ever yeah, since. We yes. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. All right. Are you ready for me to go to my number four? Yes, please. Please. Um, this this is going to come to a shock to our uh -oh. boy, Ryan oh, no. V. It's Obi-Wan oh, no. Kenobi. At number four? At number four. At number four. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I was I really wanted to put it higher if, if I'm being honest, but I was hesitant in doing so. Wow. Only because, well, really, I don't know why. Only because the next three I just view as better. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really my only that's reason. No, but totally but the, the music, obviously, I mean, we've talked about this and the community has talked about this the past week and a half at this point. The music is unreal. Um, yes. The imagery is unreal. Uh, Ewan McGregor coming back, it's unreal. Uh, and of course, you know, we do have the negatives of people complaining about the Inquisitor's looks, whatever. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, at, at Rebel Scum Texan on, <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> but no, it, it's really great. It, it gets the emotions going. And speaking of that emotions, I do feel like I need to say this. That was my way of picking the order and the top five was when my chills were multiplying and I was losing control. That, that's that's how it made the list. <laughs> Applause. Thank you. Applause. Thank you very much. Thank, thank, thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, on, only because Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser trailer is so yeah. recent. 
I don't really have any other analysis there. I mean, if you want analysis of the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, go back to uh, last week's episode from Mando talking and check that out. But obviously not right now because you want to keep hearing our list. What I mean, is is it being at number four too low? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. maybe. (laughs) Maybe it's not even in the top five. Ooh, maybe. Maybe it's not. I don't know. All right. What you got next? All right. Number four. And I have to, it's funny how we have to say this one because it is like, it's one of a few trailers. Mm. Um, The Mandalorian season one, trailer number one. Trailer number one. All right. That that trailer. Oh my goodness. Like I rewatched it and I know all of these, not the A New Hope teaser because the A New Hope teaser just is like, oh, it's so cool because it's so, it's so ridiculous. It's cool. But with a Mandalorian season one trailer one, I this is the first one I watched today as I was kind of preparing this, where I was like, Oh, this I want to run through a brick wall. I'm so excited right now. Fair. And <laughs> I, so I think a lot of the reasons for this being in my top five is this is the first live action story that deviated away from the Skywalkers mm. until we, you know, eventually, <laughs> eventually, initially, that's what it was. And then we, you know. We got Luke. I'm not complaining, but you know, we got Luke later on. Um, it was entirely dedicated to the idea of seeing a bounty hunter. And in retrospect, this show it revolves so much around bounty hunting. Mm. Like when you really get down to it, like yes, Grogu stole the show. Well, baby Yoda or the child at the time, he did steal the season one and most of season two, if we're being honest. But when you get down to it, like Everything that Mando does is about avoiding bounty hunters or mm. being a bounty hunter himself. So, like, it, it revolved around exactly what they said the show was going to be uh, about. Um, of course, the trailer has no Grogu. He's not there. And that made his reveal that much better. It just It's kind of cool when you think about it like that. And on top of that, the music in this yeah. trailer and this music in this one in comparison to the second Mandalorian season one trailer is like astronomically better. Like mm. they just like didn't do the music justice in the second one. And truth be told, the second trailer is better than this one, mm-hmm. but it's the music combined with how they were sh- revealing things for this trailer that really captivated me. Yeah. And that's why it earned the number four spot. What no, that's think? fair. No, I love it. Um, I heavily debated getting Mandalorian in there. Uh, is this the one because it's kind of blending together right now, obviously, because outside yeah. after now that I've seen them all, I'm I've really just focused on the honorables and the top five. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, is this the one where the co- bounty hunting is a complicated profession? Yes. Is that line? It's in the it? only dialogue you hear in the whole trailer. OK, Sam going bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Great you, impression. Right. Wouldn't there. you agree? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I got I got okay. a good. I got a good Herzog because the second <laughs> the second trailer was when we finally heard his voice. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He says like okay. two words. And yeah. And people lost their mind. <laughs> it's like he spoke, you know, because at the time, Boba had never really said anything. And this guy's based on Boba. So it was one of those. Oh, he's, he's talking, you know, but this tra- <laughs> this trailer is like, OK. And then a few people are kind of with me. I'm surprised so many people are jumping in here. You know, with we. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for a Rise of Skywalker reference at this point. Um, oh, teaser. <laughs> I don't know what you're on your list. All right. Um, 
this, sorry, thrown <laughs> off now. This is the way podcast says, in their opinion, a good trailer tells you the story without you realizing you're seeing the story right in front of you. Absolutely. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, RFB is telling me, he actually says exactly. He agrees with this is the way podcast. And then he also agreed with me. Um, season one, episode one is Rural Farm Boy's most watched episode of Mandalorian. That's wow. impre- That's impressive. That's a great, I, I've actually, I've been going through a Mandalorian Boba Fett rewatch and yeah. I'm almost done, which is kind of sad because now I don't know what else to watch. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I got to say it is one of the best Mando episodes, that first episode. Um, and then this yeah. is the way podcast goes on to say that first season is so good. Season two is great, um, he says, but I love that we kind of got a couple of bounty of the week episodes in there. Okay um yeah good has to be my most often used sound effects in my podcast <laughs> good to know good to know nice so anyway that's my you know that's my number four and um do you have anything else you want to add to that caleb no i love it okay. i love i mean i love them all it, it, of course it's so hard to rank these guys <laughs> oh man and i think you know as we get into our final you know three and our honorable mentions i actually have three honorable mentions um but i have I try- a crab done <laughs> oh that's great that's fan that's fine with me so we'll just run those down in a minute but sure. anyway um i loved it all right caleb please take us to your number three i love this one oh, like I'm excited maybe last night when i was watching this I, mm. I may have gotten the most emotional while watching this one because mm. i had forgotten how great and how yeah. incredible it was okay and it is the Clone Wars trailer number one, Clone Wars oh, saved announcement, dude. where it's got the um, yes. helmets with yes. the blowing up and all of the famous quotes from early seasons. And Gosh, then it just yeah. picks up and it you hear the quotes or you see the, the line, yes. a, a war left unfinished, pauses for like three seconds, dot, 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 until now. Anakin with Rex and Hunter and the music starts yeah. swelling and then the the line usage the the uh, dialogue that they decide to use in yes. this teaser all right Rex what's so important that you've brought us all the way back here I mean that made perfect sense with just the moment and yeah. also with the plot of the show that was yes. incredible yes, and yes, then yes, cut yes. to Ahsoka hello master it's been a while wow That's, incredible yeah, yeah. absolutely incredible got emotional because i had forgotten how big of a moment that was as far as hashtag clone war save and it coming back and finally filoni getting to tell the conclusion to the story that he absolutely wanted to come on preach incredible come on incredible stuff what are your thoughts i feel like i'm in church right now i need me a hanky (laughs) i gotta start waving around a hanky yes it's good stuff no man i'm i'm i gotta tell you i didn't put any animation Ooh, in my surprised by that well i i love clone wars <laughs> yeah I, I i love clone wars it's fantastic and i i love talking with my brother gavin who's been on the show i love talking to him about clone wars uh-huh. and my and my youngest brother brock i mean they they love to talk clone wars and i loved i love watching it it's good but gosh you're right about this trailer like so good it's it is, so good <laughs> i remember watching it you know i don't remember where i was when i watched it but i know i was i was freaking the mess out watching it because i was just i I was so floored by what was happening and like i already and like we knew it was coming like the the rumors had been there a while and then it was just here's the trailer 
And before I knew what Hunter's name was, I was like, it's mm. Sylvester Stallone, the clone, <laughs> like Sylvester Stallone. Like I was like, yes, I don't know what that guy is, but I love it. Come on. And so I'm with you. This is a great trailer. Not any, it's not even in my, it should probably be in my top 10. It's, it's, I don't even know where it ranks, but yeah. it's a, it's a great trailer. It's fantastic. No. Yeah. I could watch it over and over. I could literally just watch this over and over and over. I'm, and I'm over. enjoying seeing it behind <laughs> us, you know, or next to us, I should say. It's just kind of, yeah. That, Man, RFB says, talk about a, uh, talk about take a hard left. Great choice. Hey, I'll take it. Appreciate, hey. appreciate you pipe, uh, hyping me up there, RFB. <laughs> he said, Clone Wars. Okay. All right. He's like, respect, but also, okay, whatever. You do oh, you, man. brother. You do you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I love that this is the way Pod says, uh, podcast is. It's a gutsy choice. They chose to animate the helmets that way. They did. They mm. did. It was a very gutsy choice. I think that's one of the reasons why this sticks out. Okay, um, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into mine unless you just need to watch that trailer again, Caleb. No, you're good, man. Okay, you're good. just I'm just checking on you. I know this is an emo- <laughs> this is an emotional episode for you, I think. So um <laughs> all right, here's my next one. This may not come as a surprise um to Caleb specifically because of how much I talk about this specific movie, but um it may come as a surprise to the rest of you. I have no idea, but the solo teaser. Ooh, man this this was you click on it and it, as it starts if you have sound on it's that yeah you know, it's that click 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 and i'm like oh we're going somewhere and then this electric guitar comes in yeah and it just revs it's like our engine <laughs> revving up reminds me of van halen's panama oh it just makes me want to drive way too fast down a, a very very vacant street like mm. i just oh my gosh it just it is such a cool trailer. So beyond what I've just said, okay, I actually listed out a few things. Okay. This is a similar uh, style and trailer to the Mandalorian season one in that um, it only revealed things about the main character that would become important to the overall story. It was telling like, Mm -hmm. it gives you these little notes. And if I remember correctly, this is the one that Han narrates over the top of in the beginning uh and i may be I've, we've watched so many trailers i know i yeah. can't remember but it, regardless this is such a great thing the falcon is heavily used in this trailer mm-hmm. um it gave these great character reveals while it set it up it set up a story almost it set it it set up a story like we talked about a minute ago from the people in the chat um and then overall it's just an incredible trailer i mean it, it gives you all these weird star warsy things yeah. and um it's just inc- i mean it's such a good trailer wasn't this trailer because they did like a 10 set 15 second thing for the super bowl but then you could go and watch the full thing on youtube Ooh. was it was it this one that they did that with i actually don't know i didn't re- i didn't research that far let's see i'm scrolling on youtube to see if it shows when it released I'm not seeing it, at least on this half screen view. It's not popping up, but I have a I think that's what happened because I remember I remember everybody talking about it because, I mean, when you put a trailer during the Super Bowl. Yeah, people are going to talk about it. Great trailer. I agree with you. The the music and the clicking at the beginning was something that I heavily considered and I struggled with when I was watching. I was like, oh, that's better than I remember it being really want to include it. But it, it did not. It did not end up making my list. But okay. I respect it. I certainly respect hey, it. Hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. 
nothing wrong with that let's see if we got any action down here in the chat we don't so no one likes solo sorry guys <laughs> make solo two make solo, make solo two, happen. two honestly yes make solo two happen it, man there was something i wanted to say about this trailer though as i was watching it oh it's the moment where he says um something about it's fine or we're fine or something like that yes um, he says thought we were in trouble there but that's it's right fine. We're fine. yeah i remember me when i was watching that knowing as the nerd i am behind the scenes stuff knowing about the lord and miller departure and everything mm -hmm. and ron howard taking reins that was like ron howard's way of saying don't worry guys i got this it's gonna be good and it was good so great trailer great choice uh, i love that you ready for uh where are yeah. we at number two you're on number two i'm excited for this this is my i guess one and only official trailer like not a oh, teaser okay um and it is wait have see. you only done teasers up to this point so far yeah wow rogue I, one was a teaser uh obi-wan was a teaser clone wow, wars I, I did not catch that save teaser yeah but but number two the rise of skywalker official trailer okay let me click it let me let me let me pull this up Make and sure then i'll I i'll discuss why i say that okay kylo walking through the water incredible shot i love that moment with him you know rotating the saber um the heroes together on the falcon smiling at each other going on their own journey for the mm. first time yeah palpatine's voice over and first look at his throne yeah. c3po the red eyes c3po saying goodbye oh, and then, yeah, yeah, then yeah. the epic you know dun, 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 dun. yeah just yeah, give yeah, it yeah. to me give it to me and then the final shot of ray as far as um luke i can't remember what he said exactly now but the shot of her just face in the throne room with the lightsaber glowing on one yes, side yes. and like the tear going down the other yeah that was that was my emotions when watching it great trailer it, it tugged on the i said i told you guys that i did my ranking based on chills and, and emotions this might be the single most or okay not most because I, I got one more this might be just it's incredible how they they tugged at okay this is really going to be the conclusion even though we know it's probably not really going to be the conclusion mm. they made you feel that way especially with 3po saying goodbye like that was oh man. that was heavy so many chills so many emotions great trailer at the end of the day any thoughts on the rise of skywalker official trailer i, I forgot this emotion but i'm remembering now when when 3po says I'm just saying goodbye, basically. Yeah. I'm like, are they going to kill? I'm taking one last look, sir, I at was my like, friends. I legitimately <laughs> thought they were going to kill C-3PO. And like, so I went into this movie, like preparing myself for C-3PO to just like blow up. Like I, I was, I remember thinking that. So when he actually gets his memory back and it's kind of just like a joke, yeah. you know, I was like, thank God. Cause like, <laughs> because I, I love C-3PO. I love R2-D2 more than I love C-3PO. And I have no problem saying that. But it, I forgot all about that feeling. And you're right. This has got to be one of the most emotional trailers there is. And if it, this is the final trailer, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yes. The final I, trailer. Yeah. I'll go ahead and say that this is one of my honorable mentions. Mm, and, nice. and for me, it's the music in this that's so good. And the fact that this is Carrie Fisher's last outing as Leia. 
Yeah. And you know, this was earlier. I can't remember who said it. So forgive me. But this was the the line when Luke says the force will be with you. And then Leia says always. always that, yes. that was this trailer. Can't remember who said that. But yeah, we made it. I agree with you. Whoever said that. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> such a good trailer. Yeah. Such a good trailer. I, I, I'm getting a little emotional thinking about it. So before I start so crying good. on camera, can we move on? <laughs> yeah, we can. We can. Okay. What's your what's your number two? I can promise you this number two does not stink. It is the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Ooh, yeah. that is a high up there list. Look, Let's um, go. So at the risk of recency playing a, a role in this, I sure. was very careful to choose this one. Uh, and so personally speaking, I, I just couldn't get past how epic this trailer was. Mm -hmm. You know, like I remember being excited about the book of Boba Fett trailer, um, which I got to do a reaction for on, on the, on the, on the channel here. So if you want to go back and watch that, you can, um, but watching this one for the first time was different because, um, I got to watch this one with my dad. Um, I got to watch the first rise of Skywalker teaser with my dad, uh, when it dropped. And so like for me to have these moments and I got a uh, funny story, I got to watch the revenge of the Sith trailer with my dad for the first time back in 2004 nice. or five, whenever that was, if that's, if that's, uh, the common denominator, then we're in, we're in good, good, good landing with, uh, Obi-Wan. Yes. It's going to be great. It's going to yeah. be great. <laughs> so for me, this is just like, awesome. So let me get to my actual reasons that I actually wrote down. Um, I said, this is a story that many of us have dreamed about seeing for years. Yes. <laughs> it's been teased in comics, you know, and now to have something that's like official, like live action canon, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, here we go. I like to, I like to use the phrase, uh, all parts of the Buffalo because it adds in all parts of the Buffalo from across the star Wars universe that make the final story. I think is going to make one of the greatest star Wars stories we've ever had told like across all mediums like legends canon live action animation this is going to be one of the best if not the best in my opinion it's kind of where i'm looking at it right now um and so i mean the story not the trailer so yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah. but yeah. this trailer is pulling in from all corners of the star wars galaxy i mean it's got prequels it's got a, i mean well maybe not sequels but like we see where it leads you know mm -hmm. um and then you we've got you know, original trilogy animation coming in here. And then, you know, comics a little bit probably because they did that with Book of Boba. Why wouldn't they do it here? So like, you know, all of this stuff is just really cool to me in that sense. Now it also gives us those prequel vibes. Gosh, and, yes. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and say it. My number one is not a prequel film. I, in fact, yeah. In fact, I don't have a single prequel in my top five. Um, I me do have either. Me I do either. have an honorable mention prequel. Okay? Sure. Yeah. But, but um, I will say that this story is like, it's just bringing back my childhood. I'm just going to mm -hmm. be real honest, you know, kind of like RFB said he was there in 77. You know, I, I love that he was there when he was 10 because I was 10 when episode five came out. Mm. And so, or, I mean, I'm sorry, episode five. I'm I was sorry. about to say, man, episode, what? What? episode three. <laughs> you look <Sorry>. phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in the genes. I mean, I meant to say Revenge of the Sith episode three. So whenever I, I see that you know i think about being a kid again so for me it's just like oh, it's obi-wan you know it's he's there and we're gonna see hayden you know he, he's there too and yeah. then it adds in all this other great stuff too so uh it's star Wars. i mean it's just it's a it's so good i mean it's it's just about star wars in its purest form almost like it's real close yeah no you're uh, and right and of course and of course the music 
Goodness, yes. Duel of the Fates kicks in over that Lucasfilm Sandy logo going into some Anakin versus Obi-Wan from Revenge of the Sith. Oh, mm-hmm. take me home. I'm good. It's just, it's so good. It's so good. Don't no, you keep saying that. We Look, have to wait till we see the show first. I just <laughs> I just live my de- my life day by day. And today it's a good day because I know there's a Kenobi show coming. And if I make it to tomorrow, uh-huh. there's still a Kenobi show coming, you know? Burn up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Caleb, please yeah. run, run down your honorable mentions. Okay. Before we get to number one. Honorable mention number one for me was the Empire Strikes Back trailer number one. And simply because I was not aware that Harrison Ford himself narrates it. Did you um, actually look that up? No, it's like- in it's in the um it's in the description. Really? On YouTube. Yeah. If you go in here on YouTube, it says most interesting, wow. however, is the voiceover provided by none other than Harrison Ford himself, the Empire Strikes Back trailer. Yeah. So I watched that and I was like, it sounds like Harrison Ford, but I was like, nah, it's not Harrison Ford. Yeah. No, okay. they they make the plug in in the description that it is in fact our boy Harrison. Is that also the trailer where um it's just like concept art the whole time. No, that was the teaser, I believe, okay, okay. of Ralph McQuarrie's just concept yes, art. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That was the that teaser. That trailer's for it. really cool. It, it is. It's the it's the only Star Wars trailer that I watched that's like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, I and again, that was impressive. Like the description of that trailer even mentions like uh, this is the one and only trailer in the Star Wars franchise that exclusively contains concept art, the only one, and so that that's was pretty wild. Cool. That was pretty cool. But yeah, Empire Strikes Back was my trailer. Number one with Harrison Ford's voiceover was my first honorable mention. One more cool thing about that. It's nice to see how the concept art is now a part of the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett's endings, you know, Mm -hmm. in the the credits. Almost. I don't think it's like a playback to that. I've never heard anybody say that, but it almost kind of is really Mm -hmm. neat. Well, do you want me to keep going with my honorable mentions or? Yeah, I think you just run yours okay. down okay. and then and then I'll run mine down and then we'll go to your number one. And my Next one. one that I listed was the Return of the Jedi trailer. And the reason why I selected that one as one of the honorable mentions is because I felt like just watching it, I could kind of see the shift of trailers turning epic. So I felt like it was worth mentioning that you could really tell that the focus of making sure that trailers were really captivating began with Return of the Jedi. So I wanted to make sure that that was one of my honorable mentions there was that uh, I love that. that trailer. Also, I completely forgot about the Revenge of the Jedi teaser that they did, and yeah. then they ended up doing a Return of the Jedi one. Because um, of the name switch. Yeah, because yeah. of the name switch. That was because really cool. That was – um. I'm trying to remember who, who put that out there. It was – um. Oh man, I'm looking. I can just look back here. Hang on. <laughs> oh, Howard Kazanjian, the producer, he made he made the suggestion. Jedi don't get revenge, and so George turned it to return. Right, and then of course reused revenge in 2005. A great call, great yeah. call. So, um, my is next this the, is this the one where Luke still has a blue lightsaber? Yes. Okay. Just, well, see, I believe in all of the trailers for Return of the Jedi, he only had a he didn't. In the last have... one, in the third one, he has the green lightsaber. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I I just... for some reason, I always thought that they held on to that until the film. No, 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 no. They, they, um, they were, it was green in that third one for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But the blue, it was just switched because Lucas didn't want people to get 
the confusion like well i thought he lost that one you know right well and i also heard that he switched it simply because of the blue sky on tatooine made it not visually as pleasing as the green one like that was another reason nice it's St. Patty's Day. I, he had to ignite the I green lightsaber. <laughs> I have the green lightsaber. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got, had to do it. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, my next two, and I'll uh, combine them, because these two teasers, DJ, you put them in the notes. Just They were unfortunately not from the official Star Wars mm. um, account, so that's why we felt like we couldn't include it in our top fives. But I did want to mention that the Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith teasers both are absolutely phenomenal. Like, if they were on the official Star Wars account, they would have made my top five. Absolutely. I probably yeah. would have tried to pick between the two, but they, one of them would have made my top five if it's, they were on the official if, account. If it's nuts. <laughs> if you don't, and the Attack of the Clones teaser is in my honorable mentions, uh, um, but I've already said two of mine, but I'll run them down again in a minute. But <laughs> That's fine. Um, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I do want to say this is the way podcast says, here's, this is the ways podcast honorable mention. Bring them in. Bring them in. Yes. We'll read it. All right. My last honorable mention is the Rise of Skywalker D23 special look because it called back to the entire saga and, you know, got the emotions going until getting some incre incredible teases and shots with Kylo arriving on Exegol, Ray and Kylo fighting on the Death Star 2 remains, and of course, Dark Ray. So that I remember that one broke the internet oh, for dude. sure. So I that dark wanted Ray to throw that nice. in the honorable yes. mentions for sure. And Dark Ray thing blew my mind because I was like, I, listen, at first I was like, oh, Dark Side Ray. And I was like, nah, it's a vision. Like, and it ended up being a force vision. But man, I, I love listening to what John Boyega said on about that because he wasn't there when they filmed it and he was mm -hmm. upset. You know, he was like, I wish I was there for that. <laughs> so that's a cool, that's just a cool little behind the scenes story about that Dark Ray thing. Great. Trip. Yeah. Great trailer. Great trailer. All right, there's my honorables. What you got? Okay, so I'm going to run my honorables uh, bottom to top. All right, so number four is the Attack of the Clones teaser. Uh, it's the Darth Vader breathing. It's all it is. There's no Great. music. It's just shots from the movie and Darth boom, Vader boom, breathing. Boom, yep. It's so Great. cool. Um, next thing is the Phantom Menace trailer. Uh, mm. Genuinely, it's in here because this is my favorite prequel movie. I've said this multiple times to multiple people both probably on the show and in real life, you could ask me, I could be in the middle of like the most important thing in my day. And mm. if you said, DJ, do you want to watch Phantom Menace? I would say, yes, I will watch Phantom Menace right then. I don't care because yeah. I love, I love the Phantom Menace. It is mm -hmm. my favorite star Wars. I mean, okay. Hold up. <laughs> Jar Jar's little, like whatever this thing is called. I have this, like it's here all the time. I mean, yeah, it sits here constantly. Okay. <laughs> I, I love the Phantom Menace. So I had to throw this in here. Also, Puppet Yoda. Puppet Yoda is yeah. is is underloved. Sure. And when I watch Phantom Menace now on Disney Plus, I'm just sad because like I want Puppet Yoda. He's so hideous. I love it. Yeah, I love he's, it. he's hideous. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm gonna go to my next one. The Rogue One trailer number two. Ooh, I, I was hopeful there that you were going to say teaser. <laughs> no, 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 it's it had. Well, the, the teaser's great, but this one yeah. had the first reveal of Darth Vader. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And I remember where I was when I saw this. I was actually playing drums for a kid's camp 
um, at a, for like a church camp thing for like mm-hmm. two weeks, I was at this camp and that's a lot of camp food, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but I was there um, and the sound guy was a huge star Wars nerd. So he found like a bootleg version of it and played it on the big screen for us at the front of the auditorium. Mm. And I was just like, I'm watching the grainiest piece of crap trailer ever. (laughs) But that's the first time I saw Darth Vader was this blurry, you know, like it was just, it was, I'll never forget it. It was terrible, but I loved every second of it. It was just to this day, it's still a great trailer. Uh, nice. it, it's so fun. And it's got the tie fighter shot with Jen Erso. So like, right. That's, that's that didn't cool. make the, that didn't make the film. Unfortunately, no, she did almost get shot down by a tie fighter. Right. Right. Well, there's that or a type of tie fighter, not yeah. the actual tie fighter. Yeah. All right. And here's my final honorable mention. My top number one honorable mention. It is the rise of Skywalker final trailer. As you talked about earlier, Kayla, let's go. So we Let's got our, go. our Venn diagram intersected somewhere. <laughs> All right. I'm so, curious. Is that our first one that I think, I think we it shared? Is. I wow. Think it is. Yeah. Well, out of 40 well, trailers. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan well, Kenobi, of course. But. Well, Obi-Wan, and then that's, you know, but come on, it's Obi-Wan. Um, but this one's, this one's great. That's awesome. Me, I love it, that. It's just such a good trailer. You know, we already talked about it, so I won't go into any details like on it. But, you know, it's Carrie Fisher's last Star Wars movie. Yeah. You know, unless they just, you know, pull out the help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope thing. But sure. You know, they've already done that with Last Jedi, which, you know, in the Last Jedi, oh, by the way, the Last Jedi trailers, I didn't even talk about those. But yeah, but they they're, were, they're I heavily good. Consider, I heavily considered putting, I believe it was the official trailer for it that I almost okay. put in the top five. I almost I, did. I saw the second trailer while it was on my honeymoon. Mm. It dropped two days after I got me, my wife and I got married. And so nice. my parents, I love them. They texted me like, DJ, we know you're on your honeymoon, but, <laughs> and I looked at Hillary and I said, Hey, do you care if I watch this real quick? Cause we're doing honeymoon stuff. We're hanging out, having a good time, you know, going yeah. out to eat and enjoying just being married. And I was like, can I, can I nerd out for a second? And she's like, go ahead. And I was like, yes. So I watched <laughs> it and I was just like, it was awesome. So yeah. Anyway. All that to say, so honorable mentions, Tag of the Clones, Teaser, Phantom Menace trailer, Rogue One trailer number two, Rise of Skywalker final trailer. Caleb. Let's do it. Go go for it. Number uno. Numero uno. One. Number one for me is the Force Awakens teaser number two. The Force Awakens teaser number two. The fallen Star Destroyer on Jakku. I remember seeing that for the first time. I thought the wildest dreams of mine were about to come true. <laughs> uh, yes. Let's see. Where am I at? Oh, I lost it. On my, oh, here we go. Luke narrating. The force is strong in my family. Oh, yes. Cut yeah. to melted Vader mask. My father has it. I have it. My sister has it. You have that power, power too. too. Let's yeah. go. And then we finally got our first like best look at Kylo Ren. Of course, we had the slow-mo walk of Captain Phasma, Poe, Ray, and then of yes. course, this is why it's number 1 for me. The very end of it, Chewie. We're home. Um, yeah. Let's go. A- at that moment, I knew finally Star Wars was back yes and those of you that are longtime listeners of the show you know that harrison ford massive part of my childhood indiana jones star wars if i wasn't watching those two i probably wasn't watching something like harrison ford is vividly the most 
act, the, the actor that was in my childhood the most. So this moment of seeing him come back as Han Solo yes. yeah. and deliver that line perfectly yes. with the chewy, just subtle. Come yeah. on. Come on. Give it to me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, I still get emotional to the day because it's just. It's just the fact that Star Wars finally came back and it's mm. still back and it's great and it's key, it's continuing to go great. So thank you, mm. Han Solo, Harrison Ford. You brought Star Wars back home. We are officially home and I'm, I've still been home ever since this trailer <laughs> dropped in 2015, yeah. early 2015. I believe it was Star Wars Celebration potentially when this dropped. So yeah, yeah. great job. Great, tra- great trailer. Great teaser. I remember that teaser very well first time yeah. i watched it um so so this one was almost oh. my number one it was very close yeah man. yeah um and it's not in my top five it's not an honorable mention mm-hmm. and it, that is because whenever i did my breakdown i watched all of them and then chose my favorite from each film or series right and then whittled it down from there mm-hmm. that took like two hours <laughs> um so that this trailer didn't make that cut but i remember where i was um when i watched it somebody texted it to me and i was sitting in the car and i worked with this person and so we would carpool together from college to where we worked and um <laughs> they filmed me as I watched it <laughs> and I don't have this video Oh and man, I've lost contact with this person. So, you know, I'm never going to see this see video it. and yeah. there's no way they have it anymore. I mean, I just don't know why they would, but um, I remember watching it back, you know, me, my reaction, I cried. I yeah. mean, I, I legitimately shed tears. Then I had to go into work <laughs> and yeah. just like pretend like I didn't just see the greatest thing I'd ever watched, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So at the time, that was the best trailer ever, uh, yeah. ever period, you know, of all trailers. <laughs> yep. Uh, but you know, it, this, it's not my number one, but Caleb, that's a good freaking trailer. It's a great trailer. Good Let's go. Trailer, all right, DJ wrap it up. Well, first of all, uh, this is the way podcast said that his, uh, honorable mention it's the Burger King glasses promo. I remember that so well. I only have three glasses left unbroken. I personally, I personally don't remember that. So I'm going to have to go in and check that out. <laughs> I have four. I have all Ooh. four Burger King glasses. Nice. They have a special place in the cabinet. <laughs> they do not get used. I busted one out actually um, when we, we did our first breakdown of the Boba Fett trailer. It was the last time I drank out of one because uh, I had the Sarlacc pit was on the glass. And so it is on the glass. So I, I have all four of those glasses. I love them dearly. They're yeah. very important to me and i i bought them from a guy for 40 bucks i have no oh, idea yeah, yeah 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 i remember I, you telling me that story I, I have no idea how much they actually are worth but yeah i bought all of those for 40 bucks i love yeah. this great promo great t te- if it's a teaser <laughs> it's great you know uh-huh. um from 1983 man and i'm sure the lead paint on there and everything you know <laughs> but anyway okay caleb yeah let's listener, hear it listeners at mando talk mm-hmm. my number one Star Wars trailer. Yeah. Is the Force Awakens trailer. Ooh, okay. The, the trailer. The okay. trailer. So, the uh, the it's true. All of it. Dude, <laughs> I watched that t- again today and I just had to stop for a second. Mm-hmm. Because I I the reason I'll tell you why I chose this one over the one that you chose. Okay? Yeah. Um when Ray and Han are having that conversation in the Falcon, 
and he she's like was it real did it happen and the music's kicking in and han says it's true all i mean okay hold on i'm sorry <laughs> right. like come on collect yourself let's like, go <laughs> because you i'm gonna probably cry you you get to a point where you spent so much time as a kid mm-hmm. enjoying the original trilogy i'm crying um it's all good man i mean i'm legitimately you think about all of the time spent as a kid playing with toys and mm-hmm. i got to play with my dad and, and lightsaber fight with him and my brothers and my sister and my cousins and so many of my friends so like for me to have harrison ford be like it's true yeah. oh my gosh i can't yeah it, no, right it punches it's man. just like it punches so as the music kind of drums up and it's just swells and then the falcons flying through a desert and at the time I, I didn't know it wasn't tatooine so like i was thinking it's tatooine the yeah. falcons flying across the dune sea and i'm just like oh, this is it's the it is the best star wars trailer to me because it, it reminds me of so much time spent as a kid Mm-hmm. enjoying star wars that i just can't it's hard to like rank it elsewhere you know yeah. and i can't believe i'm crying right now but <laughs> no it's you know good. it's just one of those <laughs> things that like when i watch it again and again i'm like okay that's star wars in its absolute purest form and yeah. it is i mean that's actually what i wrote down i wrote down this is star wars in its purest form but aside from the reasons that just made me cry let me just explain why uh, this brought people back to star Wars and it brought a new generation to star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, my youngest brother was like six or seven when force awakens came out. So he was like, Kylo ran all the way. So it was really cool to like, you know, and actually on my Instagram, I have a video of me and him lightsaber fighting and he's got on the Kylo Ren duds, but he's not wearing the helmet. And mm-hmm. so he just, it's just kind of a neat little thing that I love it. Cause he was so little. Um, and then the way this, like I said, the music kicks in is beautiful uh, it showed us our main characters and it, it just made them feel compelling. And what I mean, I mean, I'm talking about Finn and Ray and Kylo specifically pose in this, but he's not like a main attraction yeah. here. So when you watch Kylo and then you shoot over to Ray and you shoot to Finn, it's like, these are our heroes. These are our new heroes. And, you know, you, we latched onto them fairly well, I think at the time. And, mm-hmm. and for me, it's just so, so good. Uh, it's the, and like, I just, I cried just now, but it's the only trailer I watched in all 40 of these trailers mm-hmm. that actually made me shed tears. And I think the only reason I was able to compose myself because I wasn't then talking about it, I can move on and, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and finally, and probably one of the coolest things about this Jedi Finn, I mean, mm. John Boyega holding a lightsaber is just so freaking cool. It and is. I, and when episode 10 inevitably comes out, cause man, I hope it does if Jedi Finn isn't a thing, I'll, I'll be a little upset because it's yeah, such a yeah. cool freaking trailer. And it's just a cool concept to have this insanely cool character of Finn. And I, I, I hate that he got shafted in the last Jedi, but and I, I like, I actually do like the last Jedi. It's just one of my critiques of it is that mm-hmm. he just, he got shafted hard. But it is such a cool trailer moment watching him and Kylo about to go at it. And then, you know, later on, the TV spots show Ray holding the lightsaber and oh, she's the real, you know, hero of the story, which is great. I love Ray, but yeah. Um, but this is just one of those trailers for me, man, that 
is just so cool that I just, I can't, I can't get over it. And I'm actually like, I'm sitting here thinking about it. And I'm like, man, why is this trailer so important to me? And I think it's just because it reminds me of all the times as a kid where I got to just enjoy star Wars. So for me, it's just such oh, yeah. a, it's such a cool trailer. Yeah. Well, and I'll say this, like just, just spinning. I know it was long. It took a while to get through these 40 yeah. trailers, but you, you brought you said this phrase, uh, the force awakens trailer is the, is the is star Wars in its purest, its purest. form. Yeah. Watching trailers. It, it's really powerful because that is it, it's emotional. It, it's got, it's literally your best fanfare moments it, on display. It's got the music pumping and you're yes. absolutely right. The force awakens checks the box on every single thing that you want from a trailer. And really I stand by this to this day, the best executed marketing film of all time goes to the force awakens. Every oh, yeah. single teaser image trailer was phenomenal. I totally understand you putting the trailer at number one instead of my teaser number two. Yeah. I would have understood somebody saying that the teaser number one was their number one as yeah, well. Absolutely. Like the Force Awakens marketing was that incredible. But yes, w doing this experiment of watching all 40 of these official YouTube <laughs> Star Wars account things. Yeah, so much goodness to the heart and soul. And if you ever this is to the people online that just get negative for Star Wars for no reason. Watch yeah. the trailers then and, and you'll be reminded yeah. of this is incredible. This yeah. franchise is incredible. And that's why uh, and that's what we that's what we like to do here at Mando Talk. We share our love for the franchise. And I'm so glad we got to do this. And I yeah. love your breakdown of that Force Awakens trailer there for your number one. Yeah. It was it was very, very convincing. Very I'm convincing. Sorry, I'm, I, I wasn't <laughs> acting. <laughs> you know, I, no, no, no. Yeah. I, the truth is, you know, I, I would have never put that trailer in my top five before today. I just wouldn't have. You yeah. Know? And after, you know, I spent an hour or two hours this morning, you just, you know, I couldn't be upset. I couldn't hate Star Wars. I don't, I never hate Star Wars, but like I couldn't be in a bad mood watching this, these trailers and especially this, this final one. But of all 40, you know, some were just like way too long looking at you, yeah. Star Rebels, you know, <laughs> your three and a half, God, three and a half minute trailers. Clone Wars season five trailer, I think was that long oh, too. <laughs> the season five trailer killed me. You know, season seven trailer was great. It was, oh yeah. yeah. But you know, <laughs> anyway, these trail, all I wasn't, that was the only thing I hated. You know, I was like, I'm just, I'm mm. sitting, I got to get through these trailers, you know? And, but if you decide, to go and watch all 40 trailers yeah you'll have a great day i mean yeah you will you'll have a great day that's all i can really say about it <laughs> um you know so go find those trailers and watch them you'll you'll have you'll be a better star wars fan for it especially yeah. if you're like mad at star wars for some reason <laughs> for some reason yeah for some reason there's so many <laughs> reasons <laughs> all right well listen guys we appreciate you listening this far and tell us what your favorite trailers from the franchise are top five top 10 if you want to take the time to do top 40 good luck uh but we would love to see it we would absolutely love to see it and listen if you're still here that means you're dedicated that means you love star wars and this is a special plug guys we are really 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 trying to get to 200 subs on youtube 
by the time that Obi-Wan Kenobi comes out. We did 100 subs by the Book of Boba Fett, and we got that goal accomplished. Now let's try to get to 200 for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I feel like that is a incredible goal, and you guys can see, like, the chat, the, the bigger our subscriber count gets up, the more likely the chat is more active, the, the bigger community we're building, positive community, and we're just having all kinds of fun together, like watching trailers together. It's And it's clearly okay here to get emotional about Star Wars because Star Wars is an emotional experience. That's what it's all about. I, I'm thrilled with how this episode went. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much to everybody out there that that cares to listen to us. DJ, anything else you want to say to our audience? Guys, thank you so much. I mean, every time we do a new episode, a new show, I'm just floored by the number of people who jump in and talk with us and, and watch with us. And um, it means a lot. You know, get, I jumped into the fandom as Rebels Come Texan in 2018. I've been a yeah. fan since I was a kid, but um, jumping in at 2018 in the middle of you know, all of the, what the heck is going on with star Wars was weird. And to go full circle from, I hate it. I love it. I hate it. And back around and not just me, but other people, you know, it's like really kind of cool to come back to a moment like this and be like, okay, there's, there's real fans who really love star Wars and our viewers are those people, all yeah. of them, even when they're not here. I mean, you know, this whole episode is because of Ryan V. Ryan I didn't v. See, he's not even in the chat. He has hey, no, he has no idea. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. He'll come back around and watch it and you know, he'll be like, Whoa, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, a final thing I, all I have to say is just thank you guys so much for being awesome. Uh, uh, fans, I guess y'all are our fans. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, That's weird. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not real egotistical, but I don't want to get to that point, but thank you. And then well, didn't, thank we, you. didn't we come up with a name like Mando talkians or what oh, was it? We did. You came up with know, talkies. I don't know. I don't know. The chat is the Mando chat. Mando chat. That's right. That's but right. I can't. Well, there, I there's a question for our listeners then. Come up with a name for yourself so you we can start. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. do you want to be? We'll call you yes. that. Yes. <laughs> well, that's that's man, that's it for me. Just thank you guys so much. And oh, what I do have here is episode one Yoda's Jedi Council chair. So puppet Yoda. Nice. Puppet Yoda, everybody. Puppet Yoda. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Uh, follow us. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Mando Talk. If you want to see some more from us, follow DJ at Rebel Scum Texan on Twitter for more Star Wars content from him. Uh, but until next Thursday at the same exact time, as always, we have spoken. <laughs>